0: Welcome to a special How We Win Minipod. All over the country, ordinary people are doing extraordinary things. We'll hear what's happening in the field. The best antidote to anxiety is action. For our Minipod, we are asking two questions. How would you get started and what are you doing now? Today I'm speaking with Elizabeth Ventanza and John Ballen, a married team that started the activist group Civic Sundays. It was a simple idea born in the wake of Trump's election to build community one Sunday at a time they've been doing just that since early 2017 and have become a force raising money and lending volunteer hours to campaigns in California and beyond I'm Steve Pearson and this is how we win the minipod John and Elizabeth thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me to be here Tell me about your background first, uh, maybe starting with you, Elizabeth. How did you get started as an activist?
1: Um, I think it started in the 2008 Obama campaign, where everybody was trying these new tools of actually downloading and printing off phone lists and calling and talking to voters. We would have calling parties in our apartment. And that was the first sort of realization that you could meet strangers around the activity of political organizing and have a good time can be effective. Um, So I think that's sort of my background and I am a teacher. So um, civic engagement and and teaching young people about voting and how to be engaged citizens is something that's increasingly important to me.
0: That's great. Well, being a teacher, you're well suited to organize. uh, Uh, We are organizers. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. What about you, John?
2: Uh, I'm going to date myself here by saying my very first political act was protesting Reagan's Central America policies in downtown Los Angeles um, wow. and then founding my uh, campus first environmental club in the 80s and then um, going completely dormant other than voting until 2008 when Obama's organizing skills activated us and brought us into um, to being hosts and, and phone bankers and committed to a campaign and doing more than voting. We, we donated for the first time ever and um, hosted mm. uh, events for the first time ever. And then um, lamented that it was all dismantled after 2008 and, and having to watch the Tea Party rise and, and all that. So right. um, got back in in 2016 and was disappointed that we didn't find Equivalent movement out here, at least in LA. I think the campaign was investing elsewhere. Um, you're hearing our kid in the background, by the way.
0: <laughs> How old is <was> your kid? <laughs> he is nine
2: and he nine. is uh, very excitedly playing uh, Roblox. So. Oh, good. Um, so, yeah. So, after Hillary, Law, I mean, with Hillary, I, I, I tried reaching out to organizers to find a place where I could phone bank because I was phone banking through her website starting in june of that year Mm -hmm. um, and didn't had no network to plug into there were no other people until the last week uh, when i finally found a place to go and there were all these people um and i met people who actually are now are good friends i didn't realize uh, that they were at the same place at the same time but when that ended um i decided why don't we try creating something to keep phone banking for all these special elections and just do it in our living room found that Sunday was a good time for everybody and started doing it in January of 2017 and have seamlessly transitioned through COVID. And I think we're getting close to 190 consecutive Civic Sundays.
0: Wow. So uh, let's back up a little bit because I want to hear more about Civic Sundays and, you know, full disclosure, you guys are friends and part of this great community of organizers here in Los Angeles, which is one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show because you've really managed to help create a community and um, and built relationships with people that transcend just like getting together and doing work but actually like making friendships and, and I'm so much the richer for doing this work because of the people that I now um, have in my life and so after Trump was elected you had the idea for Civic Sundays and part of it was to bring people together part of it was because I guess you all are a glutton for punishment and don't mean mind mm-hmm. people coming to your house all the time but tell t- t- Tell me about how that how that evolved and, and, and started.
1: Yeah, I think it was um John and I had met a couple of people through phone banking for Hillary nearby in Pasadena and we all sort of were reaching out to each other because we had exchanged emails or cell phones or something like that. And wanted to keep in touch. I mean we and so we just said, well, let's have these people come over to our house. We know that they are who they say they are and what's the worst that could happen? And so it really did just start with two or three other people in our house, phone banking. Then we, we just sort of built momentum from there. And it was nice to commiserate and plan with people. You know, um, our friend Jessica Craven likes to say hope is an action. And so hmm. we needed to keep acting so that we could feel hopeful and feel connected. And, you know, it is nice to be in a time where you do have movements like Black Lives Matter that have been building for years. And, you know, there, there are these other models to follow now. So we kind of, we knew a little bit more about what we were doing versus in 2008 with um, Barack Obama, where it was just, you know, phone lists. And so we were able to jump on and then, so expand from just dialing to knocking on doors and writing postcards and text banking um, and then fundraising, which is probably Mm -hmm. the scariest, the scariest of those possibly. Um, The fundraising. Yeah. The, the calling and asking for money. Yes. And fundraising yeah. via events. That's not that you don't scary know. at all. <laughs> 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 that that you don't No, It's actually not, but you know, creating events and hoping people show up and chip in their 50 bucks and they do. And that's just, yes. Yeah, so You've been
0: very effective at doing that. And, um, <laughs> and I, I know, I appreciate the spirit you say that because I feel the same way. I hate asking people for money. I also just, Do not like the way our elections are run in general. We spend way, way too much money on our elections. It's just, you know, egregious and terrible. And
1: time. I mean, the election cycles are so long.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that aside, you know, we are where we are, and and now with especially with the coronavirus, and we're not able to knock on doors and reach people that way. Fundraising is actually more important than ever because uh, these campaigns, especially some of these down ballot races, really need that money to create a digital presence and put out ads and all that stuff. So, got to raise that dough for those candidates.
1: We sure
2: do. Well, you know. Uh, politicians need two things. They need votes and they need money and they go to, you know, we, the people for the votes and then they go to a much smaller group for the money um, and they get that, but with strings attached. Hmm. Um, and so I really um, uh, admired Bernie Sanders, this small dollar fundraising model and knew that not everybody had, you know, the this, this star power to replicate that. And so um, I, I was lucky enough that, Having worked with a, a congressional campaign out here in Southern California, we, we developed a relationship with them because we we knew the candidate when they were in the primary and, and sort of um, you know knew them when, and so they trusted us uh, to join in their in their call time is what they called, which is when the candidate you know has to spend hours calling donors and asking for money, and I, and I knew that they had a threshold below which they did not call, and that was generally you know about five hundred bucks. And everybody I knew was giving less than 500 bucks. Um, and I had the idea of, well, why don't you let us call those people that you're not going to call otherwise? So, you know, you got nothing to lose and maybe we can get them to donate too. We got some volunteers here. And so we worked directly with the campaign and volunteered on their call lists, and ended up raising $50,000 with, you know, probably 10 phone bankers over the course of six months. Wow. And th- that money was enough to hire a field organizer. Um, So, you know, we're we're weekend warriors. We only put in a couple hours every week um, on Sundays. But to be able to kind of crowdfund through volunteer work, a full time person is going to be working 60 hours a week, getting out the vote in a much bigger way than we could, you know, even 10 of us could um had a multiplier effect and also gave us access to the candidate because now we weren't just helping them get out the vote, but we were helping raise money. So it gave us a seat at the table, not to ask them to soften some, you know, regulations so we could pollute or something, right. but to say, like, why aren't you going to the border? Um, there's kids in cages or right. uh, you haven't come out for impeachment yet. I know it's a purple district, but, you know, we sent you there for a reason. And so um, I, I love I love having that access to lobby for things that are, you know, reflective of our values.
0: That's really powerful. And, and I love that you said you're weak in warriors too, because that's something about the model and even your name, civic Sundays. that's always really struck a chord with me. And that's like taking some time out of your Sundays for civic service and Mm -hmm. just making a habit out of it. And everyone can do that. Everyone can set aside a few hours. Not everyone has a bandwidth to volunteer every single day and jump on every phone bank, you know, um, Mm -hmm. but but setting aside some time on your Sundays. And it's such a great example for, for your community and for the kids and everything too.
1: Yeah. And we wanted to make it family friendly. We realized that, you know, paying for a sitter to go do volunteer time is really defeats the purpose. And we tried to find a day and time that worked for a lot of people. Um, We realized like, obviously this is more challenging. We are coming from an enormous background of privilege, but we wanted to also recognize that people get burnt out. And so if we could just create a structure and we have people we don't see for weeks and then they come in back in because they know that we're going to be there Um, or they come really hyped up for five or six weeks and then they go find another organization or they add in because they just want more time and they, um, you know, they hone their skills here and then they go out and they're like, I'm texting on Thursdays and I'm phone banking on Tuesdays." like, great. Perfect. So we're kind of like the, the training ground. I, I remember when I was training for the LA marathon, you know, you do your long runs with the group on Sundays and that's kind of the, the other model that's in the back of our mind, like this is our training, come in and train for two hours and go out.
2: We, we stole the model from the big movements in the country that changed things, you know, like um, uh, abolitionists met on Sundays after church, um, uh, the labor movement um, organized on Sundays in basements because that was the only day they typically had off. Um, the civil rights movement happened on Sundays, you know, with Dr. King and, and a lot of the stuff that happened. And so... Yeah. Um, we, we knew Sundays was a good day to do that. It was a tradition. We kind of Mm -hmm. were inspired a little bit by Reverend Barber's, uh, moral Mondays. So we came up Mm -hmm. with civic Sundays. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, one of the things that I was thinking is the Republicans had some big structural advantages. They had mega churches that were telling people how they were supposed to vote, even though technically they're a nonprofit and they're not supposed to do that. Um, they had the NRA, which was sending newsletters saying how people should vote. They had Fox news telling people how to vote. And, you know, we in, in the cities and in these blue bubbles, kind of we're just caught up in our city lives and our family lives. And, and even a big city like L.A., there really isn't much in the way of community now that, you know, most of us are secular. So how do you create community so that it's not just one off activism, but that you're actually building a movement and that the community becomes like the buddy system where you show up for each other as much as you do for the, the work to save democracy? And using that buddy system to kind of become a support system and become a community that you get strength from and get the things that, you, you know, you want from a community. Why people seek out communities. They say that people go to church for the after church as much as for the service. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're the after church.
0: I love that. Well... To my buddies, Elizabeth and John, thank you so much for sharing a little bit about your story and your amazing, great work with Civic Sundays.
1: Thank you. And join us anytime, civicsundays.us, and uh, we'll get you in the rotation. You can train.
0: Love it. We'll put a link to your your site on our webpage as well.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you all. Yep. Do more than vote.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. Just a reminder that we are in the middle of a Swing Left phone banking weekend of action. We will have the link to our phone bank hub on our show page at swingleft.org slash podcast. Also, we have an exciting event this Wednesday night, a national virtual letter writing party co-hosted by Andrea Chalupa from the Gaslick Nation podcast. And I will be there as well. Uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about and we're going to write lots of letters to voters in these important super states. So please join us for that. That link will also be on our show page at swingleft.org slash podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple or wherever you get your pods. Share us on social media. And of course, don't miss our full show every Wednesday.